0: This is Mouth Media Network, the business of being heard. Hi, I'm Lahari Neil peretti founder of LN Accounting Advisor, and this is Then What? With another story of a big then what business moment, which transformed into real success made possible by real leadership.
1: Let's start with a base of water. And we knew that fiber, there was nobody really doing it. So we said, hey, let's go do that. And then with this new functionality, no one's doing it. Let's be the first to market. Let's be the, you know, the pioneer of that. How do we continue with that? We want to be that trusted brand that brings true products to life.
0: Rusty Jones designed a water brand that works for you and that has disrupted the industry, pioneering the blend of health-conscious hydration with the crucial need to add fiber to our diets. Rusty and the Hello Water team believe that this product is not just a product. It's a message with a mission, adding value to the market and bringing a better tomorrow to society. Rusty shares the highs and lows of building his business a scary moment that proved his team would do anything to make sure they succeeded. And he relives a chance encounter on a plane that showed that they had created something incredibly important and more impactful than they could have ever imagined from a brand that started with a simple word, hello. Rusty, again, I'm very, very thankful for you coming on here and being able to come on early in the morning and talk to us. I wanted to first start off by saying, so for me, it's very hard for me to drink water and make sure that I'm drinking enough water throughout the day. And I know for a fact, getting fiber is also something that I constantly have to work through. So how did you think of this idea? Like, Take me back to the time that you thought like flavored water and fiber was a good choice to go together.
1: Yeah, I'll start with really just our premise. Uh, My buddy and co-founder, Tom Bushke, we were working for a couple other beverage companies and really just got together and was playing some golf and hanging out. And uh, he's a nutritionist, you know, for a better part of a decade and came to me and said, hey, I figured out a way to infuse fiber into water. And I really want to try to figure out a way to create an appetite suppressant drink. Because a lot of his research and studies with his clients was, they were struggling with really, you know, just the diet aspect of it. What do I eat? What do I consume? How do I, what type of workouts do I need? And when we looked at all the diets, they all contradict each other in one way, shape or form. And it was, you know, fats are good. No fats are bad. No carbohydrates are good. No carbohydrates are bad. But we looked at it and we're like, wait a second, all these popular diets, they're saying something, but the three things that they're all agreeing on is the you need to consume more water for hydration. You need to reduce or eliminate sugar because that's really, you know, public enemy number one in, in food. And you need to consume more fiber to help curb your appetite. So we saw that and it was, you know, a lightning bolt moment. And us being in the beverage industry, we really looked at it and it was like, wow, fiber stuck in everything else. And, you know, it's in the pharmacy aisle with Metamucil and fiber. And it's really, you know, has a connotation of, oh, that's my grandmother's fiber. I, I don't need <laughs> that. I'm too cool for that. And then you go to the nutritional bar aisle and there's fiber in there, but it's chock full of sugar and carbs that, you know, a lot of consumers don't want today. So we're like, all right, let's create a fun, fresh delivery system for this functionality that over 97% of Americans don't get, but we need and make a lifestyle brand around it. So that's really how Hello Water was born out of this need state for fiber in a fun, fresh way.
0: Yeah. So how did you get roped into this?
1: Yeah, just Tom had the vision, and again from that nutritional mindset, it was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And then when I went back, I was like, all right, well, fiber is not the sexiest thing to sell. How do we <laughs> create? How do we bring it out of the pharmacy aisle into the into the center store, and um, you know, create that fun, aspirational, positive messaging lifestyle brand around it? So that's really where I come in. My background is in brand management and marketing. So we just sat down, and there might have been a bottle of wine or two involved and really came up with just a new vision for the packaging you know when you look at a beverage aisle it's all the same it's a round bottle with a logo and a fruit and maybe some vitamins or minerals or whatever so we're like wow you know the beverage game is so hard and it's dominated by you know the big guys and you know what are we going to do to separate ourselves not only on the shelf but just functionality messaging so we looked at it, and social media and geotargeting and keywords are really the future of trying to advertise. When I dove into social media, I was like, all right, we need a conversation that we can be a part of. What are people talking about? I want to be healthy. I know I had a, a rough weekend, or you know, it's been a rough month, and I, ha- I need to get back on track. And I stumbled upon this conversation of, I'm done with the cookies, I'm done with the soda, I'm done with the sugar, hashtag Hello water. And we knew that, that. wow, the one thing that I always go back to, even in the morning after a long weekend, is I'm drinking water to hydrate. And then we took that as okay, instead of going through the process of creating a fun brand name, here's a brand name in itself. You know, it's Hello Water. We know what it is. And then we can build all kinds of functionalities around just the brand name itself. So that was step one. And then step two was okay, we can't look like. anything else on the shelf. So we took this premium cold pressed juice bottle that's been in, you know, the refrigerated aisle at Whole Foods, and we put it in the center store. And then um, again, going back to social media, top 10, 20 positive affirmation words that you find hashtag or smile, laugh, love, live, dance, <laughs> sing, vibe. And, and again, instead of trying to dive into those conversations We're like, well, let's create a brand around this. And this was 2016. It was crazy, you know, from a political climate, not that anything's changed, but it was like, all right, let's be the company. We get a chance to meet Tom and I and just, you know, hang out. That's really our goal. We enjoy what we're doing, but we just want to have fun doing it. And while we're doing it, let's make somebody else's life a little better. So not only from a functionality standpoint, sneaking fiber into, you know, our, our fans diets, Also, like here's a share a bottle of smile, literally share a smile. That's all we're asking you to do. So that's where um, the emotional branding comes from.
0: That's amazing. So do you feel like, is this a fixer for those people who kind of abuse their bodies or don't eat well, or are you marking this as something as everyone needs?
1: We're proud to be a part of the next generation of consumer packaged goods community. So this started way before us. I mean, Again, just taking sugar as public enemy number one. How do we eliminate the diabetes epidemic? How do we eliminate just kids, you know, grabbing their lunch and and it's chock full of, you know, their juice pouch and then their your snack. It's sugar, sugar, sugar. How do what do we do? What can we do for society to make a better tomorrow? And that's really where our thought process was. It, it was hey, fiber is needed. Females need. 20 to 25 grams of fiber a day. Males need 30 to 35 grams a day. We're getting like 15 grams if we're lucky. And again, we're probably getting it full of something that has a lot of carbs and sugar. That was just our big mission. You know, how do we eliminate diabetes? Uh, Tom's brother is, a, I believe, type two diabetic, and I have some family members who, you know, definitely don't need sugar. Uh, so we just wanted to be a part of that solution. We launched Hello Water Kids in Walmart last year, and we were just proud. It was like, wow. We're doing something, you know, we're getting in consumer's hands. And now our parents are asking for this. That was just a, a proud moment for us.
0: Yeah, that is very true. Like I remember even growing up, it's like your only option for your lunchbox is like Capri Sun was for us. Yeah, <laughs> Like that was it, you know, and now even being older, it's like, I still have issues like not getting enough fiber. I know my doctor says that to me all the time. Like you need to eat more fiber rich foods. And it's like, like you said, there's not very much options except one thing, the Metamucil, right? Like that was my only option that I had. And so this makes it a lot easier to kind of fix all these things of being hydrated, getting enough fiber and still being healthy at the same time. So coming into the beverage kind of industry, right? Like it is very competitive. There's so many other flavored waters, you could say, right? And how was that for you? How challenging was it for you guys to differentiate yourself and say like, hey, we're different.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, two things really was find that niche product, that niche category of fiber and then packaging. You know, we couldn't look like anything else. But really, the biggest thing was just the passion that Tom and I had to start small and go after Goliath. Right. I mean, it is there's you've seen companies like this time and time again that they are like, hey, that's great. You know, again, I love soda. Right. I mean, I don't drink a lot now, but it's been great. But what's tomorrow's soda? What's tomorrow's water? It has all the great taste, but no compromise. So that's really what we thought it was like, hey, let's get in. We'll start small and then we'll just keep chipping away as, you know where we can. And I think we, we've we seen a lot of success just from a partnership standpoint. We're you know, partner with some of the largest retailers in the country. And then that aside, just the impact that we've made on individuals' lives. I mean, we share internally all the time when we get a message saying, hey, my husband has this type of uh, disease or issue. And he doesn't like water. And I stumbled across your product at a retailer and now I'm buying like 30 a week. And then, oh, I bought, my, I bought four of these for myself and then my kid drank them all. Where do I get more? And so those things are just like, wow, we just sat out to eliminate sugar. Didn't even know the impact it would have on consumers' lives in different aspects when it came to problems that they're already having that we didn't really identify
0: So do you feel like that was your like, hey, we made it kind of moment when you were getting this kind of feedback from consumers?
1: I think so. I mean, the first moment we saw it on a grocery shelf, that's tangible. You can see it. You know what it took to get there. But it was the first time that we saw somebody pull it off the shelf just randomly. Tom was in the airport a while back and he had a Hello Water logo shirt on and the stewardess said, hey, Hello Water, do you work for them? I love that. I I buy this all the time in Atlanta. And just the chills that he got was like, it wasn't like, are you sure? You're it's not like a vitamin water. Like we're barely, you know, we're barely a company yet. So just things like that. And and then the testimonies start pouring in. It's like, wow, we created something that's actually helping somebody's life. And that, that's what's been most important to us.
0: You said you started your company in 2016, right? When did you guys hit retailers?
1: Yeah. So we literally, we were hanging out together one October day in 2016 and, literally said, Hey, let's just go for it. And four or five months later, we're packaged on shelves and selling that day. So it was less than five months. Uh, So I think it was March, April of 2017, we're on shelves and then we haven't looked back.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So the four or five months, right? Like where you guys were like getting your product ready or getting it for market, what were the challenges you faced during that time? Cause that's when you have to get your product, like where you're proud to get it out to the market, right? Like you, you have created something at that point. So how was that journey?
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple of things, you know, just from a production standpoint, Hey, you got to find somebody to produce your dream. How do you take this fiber product? That was, you know, challenge number one, you know, kudos to Tom, you know, he takes care of operations of finance and I'll take care of sales and marketing. And then from a packaging standpoint, messaging, how do you sell fiber and water without being like, getting the connotation of like, oh, I, I know what fiber's supposed to do with my gut and it's supposed to help me do something. But we designed it to help curb your appetite more than a lot of the other fiber products that are there to help you do something.
0: Throughout your journey, what moment do you feel like was the hardest to get past or like to move on from?
1: Yeah, I think just the biggest thing, it's such a capital intensive game. You know, again, the big guys war chest is infinite. And for us, it's every penny counts. How do we spend it wisely? How do we maximize the ROI? But also, how do you make it fun? Because it, it, when you're just worried about business and the return on the investment, you're losing sight of the bigger vision of you know what we set out. Like, how do we in diabetes? How do we get somebody to be like, oh man, this helps my family. Things that we wanted to do, but when you're worried about operations and finance and it's, it, I think those are the hardest hurdles initially. And then once you're seeing success and then you get more people to believe in your vision and then you have proof of concept and sales to go with it, you get a lot more people to want to come in and, and then capital kind of is a second thought.
0: So how did you guys secure capital for your business?
1: Yeah, we have an amazing group of angel investors who have supported us till really till to date. They see the vision, they believe in Tom and I as uh, you know, passionate, hardworking entrepreneurs, and they're they're standing by. I mean, we started as fiber, and as you'll see in the in the coming years, we're evolving to more of this total beverage, total water company because there's more need states that consumers are need, uh wanting in a fun, fresh way. You know, so it's not so fiber two o aspect like you just you know, like yeah. okay, you can still put yeah. all the stuff in there, but let's have some fun with it.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing I think that's hard for any entrepreneur, and you kind of touched on this, is like making sure you don't lose that like passion. It's not even losing the passion, but losing the enjoyment of having what you just created, right? Like it's fun when you're creating it in the beginning. And then, like you said, everything else comes into place. Operations, finance, employees, running a business, right? Being responsible for even making the revenue getting the revenue being profitable and all these things but how do you guys you and tom like stay motivated and doing what you do and making sure you don't lose the overall goal or mission that you have for hello water
1: yeah i mean luckily it goes back to our families we're very grounded you know individuals and i got great families to support us in this endeavor you know i have an amazing wife that lets me go do this why she does what she has to do and then tom has an amazing family that does the same and but from a Hello Water standpoint, it's our team. I mean, we are so proud and thankful that we have an amazing team that not only shares in the, the vision and passion, but they intensify it. I mean, their passion is so immense and so infectious that it's just trickling into other aspects of the business. And when we're having a bad day or, you know, something's not going right, we lean on them just as much as they lean on us for direction and leadership. Uh, we lean on them and be like, hey. Wow. You know, Hutch is out there. Jax is out there. And we just got a text or a tweet and be like, look what happened. One of the girls from full house just tweeted about us. You know, things just random things like that. I'd be like, Oh, that was cool. Or a testimony comes in. Thank you so much. My kid doesn't like water. I can't get him to drink water. But now he's drinking hella water, so it's just you're going to hit these snags, and it's I mean entrepreneurship, or especially the beverage industry, it's a roller coaster. There's so many highs and so many lows. But again, celebrate the the small wins and enjoy the journey, and enjoy the journey that with the people you're with. I think that's the biggest thing for us.
0: No, yeah, that's amazing. So having two co-founders, you and Tom, and you were saying he does more of the operations finance, you do more of the sales and marketing. But both of you guys are you know, this is your brainchild in a way, right? So like without both of your efforts, Hello Water wouldn't be there. So how do you guys make sure that, you know, you stay in your lane or he stays in his lane or how how does that work having two co-founders?
1: Yeah, I think it just starts with trust. I mean, we knew each other-ish when we started, but I think it took months before we probably knew each other's middle name. So it was like, hey, you do what you say you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm saying I'm going to do. And then when we kept saying, hey, I got that and we did it and it came to fruition, it was like, hey, I don't have to worry about that. You know, I I know if Rusty says he's going to do it or Tom says he's going to do it or Jax or Hutch or, you know, the sales team, we believe them. And if something comes back like, hey, I I fumbled, you know, pick me up. I think that's the biggest part is I I got you. Don't worry about it. You got to go do that thing and I'll take care of this. Even even though we cross a lot, whether it's logistics or finance or sales and marketing, we definitely know the whole business together. But we divide and conquer for sure.
0: Tell me about like a moment when you said, "Uh uh-oh, maybe we didn't have this process figured out.
1: Well, funny anecdote in the beginning, when we literally were creating our first bottles, we had the fiber and some flavor being shipped to Tom's apartment. And it came in a box with a bunch of other stuff like bottles. And we were supposed to ship it off to our co-packer. A couple of weeks go by and the co-packer says, hey, I don't have the fiber or, uh, you know, whatever the product was. And we're like, what do you mean you don't have it? We, we shipped it off. It was all in this box. And, and then we're sitting there. Where it could it have gone? And so we called um, our fiber source. and like, nope, it was in the box. And then a light bulb went off. And Tom's like, I think it's still in the box that I threw away. So we walked down to, he lives in an apartment in, in the city. So we go down to the dumpster. Literally, I dive in the dumpster pick this box out and there's all that white popcorn stuff that, you know, Yeah. and there it is. There's this little thing of just powdered fiber that we threw away. So we jumped in, grabbed it, shipped it off and we were able to get to production on time. So that's something we got over. That was so funny, I guess, looking back, but from a big, what are we going to do next? I mean, you name it. Some of these avenues and retailers to navigate through, it's not easy. So, I mean, they are big behemoths and you're trying to just talking about UPCs and packaging and Hey, it's got to go to a warehouse. They need their own UPC and just all the back end data stuff, but nothing today has been, we can't do it. It was like, okay, that that was uh that's a little challenging. Let me figure it out. But if not, we're in a great community where we can call anybody. I mean, anybody in our community will pick up a phone or at least a linkedin messages like hey i don't know how to do this can you connect me with somebody so that's something we're definitely proud of in the cpg community is somebody's always there who's done it who's made the mistake for you then hopefully they'll share the wisdom with you
0: yeah no i think that that's actually the best thing about the cpg community right it's like there's so many products out there but everyone is also willing to help yeah. anyone and the community has some great partners one interesting thing that I talk to a lot of people about being, you know, the position that I'm in of accounting and finances, the way things are changing, right? Like, obviously, COVID made an impact on a lot of different products a lot of different the industry in general and people in general what is the future for like hello water how did you guys look at this when the situation happened you know when things were shut down people weren't going grocery shopping as much and even now it's not the same amount of like going to an aisle and picking up products a lot of people are just ordering online and things of that sort so how did you guys navigate through that
1: yeah, I mean, COVID in the beginning was scary. I mean, it's still scary from a, um epidemic standpoint. Uh, there's still a lot of worry and unforeseeable future. But we initially, we just kind of halted everything that we were, our, our plans, our, our 2020 was supposed to be our our year to make a lot of noise. But we looked at each other and said, hey, let's hit pause. So we did that and just scaled back. And, and we really just produced to to order and just didn't worry about pushing a lot of, uh velocity or brand awareness and, and any of that is like hey let's just get through we'll come out you know leaner on the other side and then as we're looking at that okay while we're doing that I had a chance to step back and be like we were going to create e-com anyway in 2020 so it just you know fast track that so that had been fun now I'm well I don't know well versed but I'm more versed in e-com and having the opportunity to build it ourselves as opposed to uh, shopping it out or having a partner doing it. So now we're even more uh, educated on how you build your business because we built the platform for it. And then as we move forward, that'd be a big part of innovation. So instead of going to retail and be like, hey, we've got the next best thing, we can invite our existing fans to be like, hey, we've got the next best thing. Come to HelloWater.com. you learn about it. Try it as opposed to let's go big into retail.
0: No, I, I agree with you. I think that's like one of the, bigger things is e comm has become even more prominent yeah. recently. And even with retailers are kind of sometimes building an e-com kind of site in the back end too, right? For people to sell products right now, as you guys are building that part of your business, do you see a lot of traction for food and beverage?
1: Yeah, we do. Again, I think the biggest part is you can have your fans come to you directly. Subscription is really big for beverage and, you know, at least beverage brands, because a lot, especially fiber, where the more you take it, the more consistent you take it, uh, the better you feel. The big gap is being bridged from a fiber intake standpoint. And then you're just, you just have it. And a lot of people aren't wanting to go to stores still. So it's there with subscription, obviously Amazon and a lot of those direct consumer business are doing well, but for us, we we see it as a big part of the future, not only in innovation, but just because it's there and we can continue to talk to our, our fans and we don't have to Try to find them in a random shelf somewhere.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And another thing that you know we see too is like there's no actual live events anymore, right? Yeah. So how much were festivals, you would say, conferences or shows or trade shows or events like part of your roadmap or Hello Waters roadmap?
1: Yeah, it was big, um, especially in 2020. We had big plans. I think yeah. the first, you know, when we first started out, especially when you're a beverage, the experience is the taste. You know, you can have the greatest. Function, the greatest packaging, but if it doesn't taste good, no one's coming back. So that one on one consumer sampling was huge for us to get trial and get repeat customers. And then as we look into just building the lifestyle aspect of this, it was a lot of those events that we said, hey, let's be a part of our community, whether it's yoga events or big 5Ks or big runs or, you know, things that were in the health and wellness world, but also from a lifestyle standpoint, we had partnered with, uh, you know, we were the official water of the Chicago Red Stars, which is the women's soccer team. And, you know, we just saw that like, Hey, they're small and mighty and we're small and mighty. Let's partner together and share our vision with their community and vice versa. So that was going to be big in 2020. Expos are big for our community because that's where everybody collaborates and, you know, the retailers come in. Hey, I want to do business with you. I like what you're doing. But now it's a lot of virtual stuff. And how do you get across that this tastes good and it has true efficacy or advantage from a function standpoint through a Zoom? So I think that's going to be an interesting evolution for expos in the future.
0: Yeah, I'm curious, too, to see how like the big expos, how they're going to do all this virtually as well. At what point did you feel like serious advisors, other professionals like lawyers, marketing agencies, and things like that come into play for your business?
1: Obviously, lawyers are very important. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be more important down the road you know, when we get bigger. But right now, it's what can we do on our own and what can we learn on our own? You know, A lot of this for me, and Tom, I imagine too, is just professional development. We're giving more value to the company the more we learn about our business. And then as we keep saying, we're building a foundation. We know we're building the bones of a house. Now we need to go get the carpenters and the interior designers and things that make the house beautiful and magnificent. And people that have the experience of doing that, you know, we've done it. We know what we know and we're humble and enough to say, hey, I don't know that. Let we'll me go find somebody you know, who's an expert and who shares the same vision and passion and uh, bring them on to move us forward.
0: love to hear from you. Follow us on social media at Ellen Accounting and visit us or contact me directly at ellenaccountingcpa.com and subscribe to Then What Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find the best podcasts. Are you looking for financial advice or an outsourced CFO, or maybe just help with your books or financials? Well, let's talk. As a listener of the podcast, I want to offer you a free consultation call with me. Go on our website at lnaccountingcpa.com and book a call with me today. Again, that's lnaccountingcpa.com. When you reach out, please make sure to mention this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. I know the listeners don't know this and we had to take a quick break because you had an investor messaging you and this kind of prompts like a good question because I think it's an interesting thing for people to know or just hear about, but how do you guys navigate investors that they're trying to help you and give you their input and suggestions and with you guys being the ones actually on the ground running the business, how do you navigate or work with your investors?
1: Yeah, I don't know how every company does it, But we are very fortunate that our core angel investors have done this before. Some of them are, they they own some of the largest beer distributors in the country. Some of them have created divisions that sold to, you know, big conglomerates uh, in beer and non-alcoholic. And so we've got a great nucleus of board members and board advisors. And then Tom and I just spearhead that with open communication and really just bringing them in as, as friends and mentors and Every day, there's probably a conversation with one of the advisors on, you know, hey, how's it going? We, we meet every Thursday, or at least we have a call every Thursday with the, you know, the, the five, six of us, and then they talk to some of the other investors, but it, it's kind of cool in that aspect. You know, I, I don't know. I've heard some stories of other um, boards and other where it's pretty contentious at times, and for us, it's like, hey, we see it. You guys are executing it. Uh, we're here for support and advice, and we're here to tell you. We think that's stupid. (laughs) Hey, that doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? And then again, what I think the best part is about our angels is it all goes back to the business. It's all about, Hey, what are we going to do to grow this business? We're all, we're all in from a capital standpoint, from an investment standpoint, we get that. We see, not only do we see, you know, a big future, but we're having fun with you. This is fun for us. It's not some of the other investments that you're making, whether it's real estate or tech, it's like, there's big money in that, but it's, it's not as fun, probably. That's just my opinion. But yeah, um, Yeah. so yeah, I think that's it. And then, you know, sometimes you got to shoot a text in the middle of a podcast and say, Hey, I'll be right there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that's amazing. And I know we kind of touched on this, which is innovation, right? Of developing new products within the CPG community is like a big thing, right? Like any CPG company needs to always keep evolving with the market and with the with the way things are going and also kind of releasing new products. So what's kind of in the pipeline for hello water and what are you guys looking for in terms of the roadmap for product development?
1: We're excited to share that we recently just partnered with one of the leading agricultural companies in the world. They have amazing scientists that are looking at the micro level of how do we, you know, protect our crops? How do we protect our plants? How do we evolve the, the food ecosystem and uh, and things like that? And their chief science officer just happened to develop a a new type of formulation or a new type of technology that acts as what we're coining a personal protective beverage. So we know in a pandemic that PPE, personal protective equipment, is very vital, you know, your mask and your gloves. So with this new technology that we're developing now and creating a product around, it really is the force field, the the mask of your internal defense system. So we believe that it could be a game changer and a new functionality. So it, it will probably sit along some of the immunity products that are out there. But with immunity, those are all great and we definitely need those, but they're trying to fight something that's biological in the body. So this, you know, host or this negative effect is already in your body. So they're trying to fight it off to whereas our new product that when we launch, and I'll share it with you, is trying to block all that. And this amazing technology that has never been developed before, this mega agricultural company, prop, talk to all the big guys, all these other beverage companies, all these other CPG companies. And it came down to us. They loved our passion. They loved the vision. They saw that we can execute. And by the way, we were having fun doing it. And yeah. that's exactly what this ag company was. They're they're doing the same thing. They're building these great big um, agronomic agricultural things and they're having fun doing it. So it was, we're proud to you know say we did that. And again, a little vague, but I'll eventually uh, share what the exact product is so but we're excited for that and then again um our goal is just to be this water that works everything that we produce and innovate it has true efficacy it has true advantage to your life you know fiber is so important and we made it fun we think we, we hope and with this new product that we think everybody needs, it will protect you. Uh, and then obviously better waters, you know, alkaline is huge, better pH and more things like that, that people are needing. Uh, we want to be that, that trusted brand that is bringing these products to the market.
0: That's amazing. I, I agree. That's a great slogan. Water that works, right? Are you guys using that right now?
1: Yeah, we we have it trademarked. Uh, It's been used by probably every water company in the world, but uh, (laughs) no one ever trademarked it. So uh, officially we've trademarked it. Uh, It's going through registration now. But uh, but yeah, it was just we know we're a water company, but we don't want to just be another water company with a flavor. And some companies out there that we didn't want to be is. They throw trace amounts of such function in and they make all the claims like, oh, it does this and this and this. But meanwhile, you're basically drinking flavored water that it's not really helping you. Granted, yep. it's hydrating you, hopefully. <laughs> but other than that,
0: that's it. Right. Yeah. So tell me about a decision like about the decision uh, and how that process was to move on from driving your current products to kind of developing the next big thing. Right. Like that's kind of what's happening. You you guys are developing the next big thing so how was that decision process for you guys
1: it's pretty easy i mean we started out saying hey let's pioneer categories um you know there's so many new trends and so many new uh, need states that are coming before us let's start with a base of water and we knew that fiber there was nobody really doing it so we said hey let's go do that and then with this new functionality no one's doing it let's be the first to market let's be the you know the pioneer of that. And then as we get into probably some standard categories of alkaline water, or whatever it is, it's still a trusted brand with a true mission of water that works, something that is actually going to help you. And that's kind of the goal. It's uh, how do we continue with that? We want to be that trusted brand that brings true products to life.
0: I think what you guys have and your mission and your passion, like you can clearly tell right now. And um, well, thank you. It's amazing. And it's very like encouraging and refreshing to see that you guys are having fun with what you're doing. Like, I I really do like that. Like, it's very different, right? Like entrepreneurs, anyone that's building a company works so hard for their business. Nobody wants it not to succeed or not to have fun. But it's sometimes you do lose sight of that, though. It's hard not to and when you're building your company, but the fact that you guys are are excited to do what you guys are doing and building something that's not just for a business perspective, it's for other people, right? Is It's very encouraging, yeah. I will say. Well, thank you. Yeah. So is there anything that you want our listeners to hear or any advice that you would give to other people maybe that, that are starting their business or um, want to start their business?
1: Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite music quotes that literally defines my entrepreneurial life is, you know, keep on dreaming. Even if it breaks your heart, this game is going to break your heart every other day. So keep dreaming, keep going. Even when it's time to fold hopefully you never get to that part. Don't stop, like go find something else. Like there's a reason that you have that, that entrepreneur mindset and passion and desire and drive. But again, cliche after cliche all the greatest successes come be- with failures. Like you're not going to, no one ever hits it out of the park the first time. If you do good for you, I don't like you, but good for you. But yeah, I think that's it. Just don't stop and you know keep on dreaming.
0: That's amazing. What's one thing you would have done differently if you could go back to the first day of the business?
1: That's a good question. I think we, it's in such a great journey. I mean, it's not, uh, Oh man, I wish I would have done that all the time. Uh, there are definitely things that we could have changed and you know done better at, but nothing right away. And I, I'd say the beginning it was, man, how do I go faster? How do I learn more? You know, how do I collaborate more? And maybe that was it. Maybe it was just Tom and I, and you know, we were so you know married to these ideas. And then the more we started bringing in you know our team, the more the vision just became. More powerful to us. It was like, wow, I didn't even think of that. And then the consumers started coming in and sharing their testimonies. And we were just overwhelmed with joy that we're helping somebody. So it wasn't anything I could change in the beginning. It was, how do I get to this faster? Because this mm-hmm. is good. You know, it's hard, but this is good.
0: Well, thank you so much, uh, yeah, thank you for getting on the show, and I appreciate it. And how can we connect with you or find your company? And how can the listeners connect with you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Tom and I are always accessible. Please check us out at hellowater.com and on social media. We're drink hello water. Um, We're on LinkedIn. Tom Bushke, Rusty Jones. Feel free to email me at rusty at hellowater.com. Come say hi or hello.
0: (laughs) I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. Saying hello usually means you're starting something, that you're at the beginning of a conversation, a journey, a relationship. That's certainly true here. Hello Water is a prime example of a company that will stop at nothing, is open to possibilities and ideas, and has been founded on purpose, with purpose, and with immense potential. The belief in the company by Rusty, the Hello Water team, and even the investors shows they are truly at the start of something big. You know, water is two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen. Hello, water is 100% smile. Then What is produced by Ellen Accounting Advisor in partnership with Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2020. The views and opinions expressed are those of the individuals on this podcast and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of LN Accounting Advisor or Mouth Media Network. No portion of this program should be considered financial advice or consultation. Thank you for listening.